let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Yes, we made it to the weekend. Uh, Matt, do you have any? Do you have anything to say to me today? Uh, one, I didn't understand this yes, was the weekend you. already. It seems yeah. early. Oh wait, hey, you think I'm going to congratulate you? I was just going to say it's not the weekend yet. We have an entire show to do. Yeah, I think you but... checked out. It, folks should know at home that uh, CJ won just won a corporate award here for all of Waterloo Media. That's and I'll tell include, you why that's important. Not, hang on, I'm not done talking. I know you think you're pretty hot S right now because you have an award. He won for Radio Personality of the Year. Now, this is what's insane. There are three people on this show. Yeah. And you weren't, you didn't refuse the award and say, I refuse to take that award. It should be for everybody. It should be for the show. Okay. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, also, I have three Trace Leches. I noticed I that you we got were like, they're good. Anyhow, here's the deal. Cuatro Leches. Uh... I won that award, and I went up and accepted it, but because everyone thought I was going to be goofy, I got cut off. But what did I do right away? I thanked Lynn. I looked at you, and I said, my partner, Matt, uh, my producer, Spencer, and then I was saying, even Emily. Like, I literally said her name before I got uh, I got the music played and cut off. But that I was doing that. I was thanking you guys, because we're a show. We're a team. Individuals, Sorry. nothing without you all. Unless you put the award down and said, I can't take it because it's a team effort. It's not about the individual. I should have done that. <laughs> well, here's the deal, Matt. I'm hoping uh, we've joked about this for years on our different radio shows, but uh, I want more. I want the treble. I want the elusive triple crown. And what that means is three best radio personality of the year awards. Uh we thankfully finally got Bobby Bones to move to Nashville, so that got easier. Yeah. And until Lori Gardo retires or KUTX goes out for another week, it's not going to happen. But maybe. Three big awards. I've already got one. Okay. Which you got last year, too. I did get that last the year. The next big award that you won was uh, the Alliance for Women in Media. I did win that last year, Which is a media too. award amongst your peers. And that's TV. Yeah. That's that's a big one in I'd Austin. I'd like to point out, it probably crushed you, you, you last year. That. I won two of the three last year. You did. And you're going, uh, but you did not get the treble. You did not get a Chronicle Award. You did not get a Statesman Award. It's just the third one. The Chronicle one's probably the big one for me. Mm. Um, for these radio things where we get a pay for a banner we have. But I'm... I'm going for the uh I'm going for in soccer we call it the treble. Uh in radio we we call it the uh hey you kept your job for another month <laughs> award. But I'm going for three, baby. Here's the thing you need to really rely on and remember is that the awards here in the building, they're a giant acrylic star. They work as throwing stars as well. So if yeah. you want to, you can throw that at somebody. Now, Matt, you know I'm I am it does feel good to win an award. Good. And you know I'm an attention seeking and I you get real I get really attention. sad when I don't win stuff. I'm are you happy? I am, but do you think uh I got a little too emboldened during that meeting? I had I had some good zingers at the end, right? You had some good zingers, but that I had thing some great where you zingers. That thing where you jumped up and started admonishing the entire sales staff in front of management, that part was a weird I, I No, that was during lunch. That was later. And oh. that's because they kept changing my bio on the PowerPoint. That was a joke. What you didn't see was they were going in and changing my bio. I and so it. I was going and changing. So that that's what that was about. Right. But, uh, man, I had some GD zingers. And now I'm having that nervous feeling where I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Because one of them I said, like, while the boss was talking, the owner. 
And now I've already paid him for squares, so what what good does he have me for? Yeah, he, he can't hear you. Okay, good. Yeah, no one's listening to the no show. On this day in history, February 23rd, 1945, was the battle for Iwo Jima. Well, not the battle. The battle took several days, weeks, months. Who knows? Well, but you said, you said famous pictures, so I'm assuming it was those soldiers... Uh, hoisting the U.S. flag on the the, the hill there Absolutely. at Iwo Jima. Absolutely. One of the most famous photographs. Uh, at the time, it was the, I think it actually still might be the most reproduced photo. But yeah, uh, 1945, February 23rd, the 3rd Marine Platoon, uh, accompanied by the 2nd Battalion and 28th Regiment and 5th Division. See, I, I knew Are all you that. saying all that from memory, or yeah, did you dude, happen totally. to have some notes in front of you? Uh, come on, man. Uh, they took the crest of Mount Suribachi, the island's highest peak, highest peak, very strategic position because the Japanese were massively entrenched on a lot of these islands. I mean, they had tunnels, they had secret kill holes, they had. It was nuts how prepared the Japanese were. Uh, they they raised the flag though. That's when it happened. Early in the day, a video camera caught some guys, or a motion picture camera caught some Marines raising it. Later, they brought another flag. Raised one again. Uh, they were there was. Oh wait, wait! Still, they reenacted the flag they just, raising. They well, they just brought a bigger one. But yes, this was the second one. Are these the original Instagram influencers well, who were just like, okay, uh, all right, let's do that again? It see, no, it wasn't really like that. They actually were just doing it, and there was a camera guy and a video guy along. So it just happened to be unlike this radio station where we have people to take photos and videos of all our cool feats, uh, the the Marines had that. And so the the famous photos of the second flag, um, it was an actual photograph. There was video showing that, like, it wasn't staged. It wasn't set up. They they did it and caught it. But it is one of the most famous moments. And uh, little did you know here, three of the guys, three of the five here still died on Iwo Jima. Oh, really? That's yeah. terrible. I didn't and know that. You, you've heard of Iwo Jima before, right? I mean, there's a movie yeah, about it. Yeah, and I grew it. up down in Brownsville, Texas, and in Harlingen, there's a a recreation of the statue of the Iwo Jima. So I, I, it was, it's just an image that's been in my head since I was a kid. And again, it's one of the most famous. I mean, we could list the most famous images. That might be a fun thing to do uh, another day. I just day, started but... thinking of it just like it. I'm just really glad that there aren't in, there weren't influencers in World War II. I just hate the idea of <laughs> come along as I share a day a day in my life as an Iwo Jima a mountain stormer. So we're going to go after this machine gun nest because we got to take the hill behind it. But we know there's some Japanese bunkered in. <laughs> come on. And they do the wave thing. <laughs> Uh, what I find fascinating is a lot of people think of Iwo Jima being like, man, the the you know midway was probably the turning point. This, because of this image, I think a lot of people was like that was the craziest, most dangerous battle. And in my opinion, it wasn't. Guadalcanal was worse. Saipan, uh, New Guinea, where there were more British and Australians, was a nightmare land. Yeah, it's they a- had snakes and. Mont- and, like things that would eat you. I, as a kid, I remember seeing that statue out, you know, near the airport, in and Highland it's like, Jim. oh, that's when we won the war. I always thought, oh, that must be a statue from when we won a war. I mean, I really, you know, as a kid, not knowing, we don't know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was, I, I don't know, I was five, six years old. I just thought, oh, that must be from a time we won a war. We're, we're planting a flag, and it wasn't until I was much older that uh, I think I was actually in college reading about history, and I was like, oh, that was. All things being equal, it was kind of insignificant. It was a big victory. It was one of the many islands we were already but, taking. Right, it, but it did not 
change the face of the war. It was not an ultimate victory. It was just another step along the way in what was a pretty brutal, bloody, battering well, th- war. That's what had – and to me, I I, I did a, a bit of history on like – the rise of the Japanese Empire it goes back to the 1800s. I won't bore you with that because you Don't know I say can you talk won't forever. because I know you love to um, do that. But it's it's fascinating and and yeah, like at that point, the the writing was on the wall for Japan, but we still had to go to goddamn island to island because that's what that was their defensive net. They did this. They entrenched themselves. They were told never surrender, and they didn't. It was nightmare fighting but can you imagine being one of these soldiers like i said guadalcanal or saipan or the worst of all like the deadliest was okinawa but could you imagine finishing in iwo jima you raise the flag and you're done i mean these guys still had fighting do they still yeah, had they said, hey let's get back on the boat we go to the next island yeah and then you're on another island on a higgins boat we talked about this on a did you to island to island we talked about this in a did you know that they found a Japanese soldier in the 1970s. Yes, we brought this up. That who was, was still living on an island. And they had the only way they got him to surrender, because he was still killing people. He's killing the Filipinos. Right. They got they found his former commanding officer, and he went and relieved him of duty. He still didn't believe it until then. And you know what's crazy about that guy? He wasn't the only one. He was just the longest. But there were other Japanese in the 60s and 70s that were entrenched and found. It was a insane war. Uh, in in the Pacific and fascinating and even you know, the last thing I'll say because I do get excited about this history war stuff. Uh, what was all it was there was similar nightmare fighting at the beginning of the war, especially like in the Philippines and Hong Kong where you had the British and U.S. strongholds because we thought we were better. Oh, the Japanese they can't do crap, but like our airplanes sucked, our boats sucked. And not only were you getting stormed by much better soldiers, but there was no reprieve. It was coming from the air, the sky, or I mean the sky, the sea, everywhere. They had better planes, better weapons, better everything. Yeah, but our and beer keep... was better, our weed was better, and our women were better, bruh. That was Vietnam, different oh, okay, wars, okay. but also in the East. Your kids might have fake friends, but are there fake friends faking things on the fake internet? Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but aren't most of the girls that you follow on the internet kind of fake? Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just what? looking over your shoulder while you were going through Instagram. Should I not have been doing that? Fake is in that I they're not even there. Or you're exist stuttering. I, you I don't, don't have an look at them because I have a girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, we're I'm about to sorry, get into it. But that was the funniest. That is, I'm showing Matt some some buns and whoppers right now, though. <laughs> I will say. Point being. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. L- listen to Parent Pickup coming up. Oh, that's up. right. Please, get your, <laughs> gather your kids up. Listen oh, to Oh, dude, it's going to be one of those days, isn't it? It really we have is. so long. So far ahead of us. It's time for Parent Pickup. Little pick-me-up from Matt. It's the Parent Pickup. Yeah. And uh, we check in with this about every two to three months because about every two to three months, there's a whole new batch of parents out there who have finally given their kids cell phones. And how do you explain to them that what they see on the internet... Isn't real. It isn't real. Uh, and I mean that with all kinds of stuff, by the way. Um, the, the stories that aren't real, uh, whole movements that aren't real. And then, of course, you know, for a lot of us, for our daughters and sons, uh, they see images of other people looking certain ways. Uh, and think that's Muscles, jaws, eyes, noses, and think that, yeah, think it's a standard. Not realizing the amount of stuff that's done out there with Photoshop, filters, and all that. And here's the scary part. Uh, there, There isn't really a good way. <laughs> you just have to have that discussion. 
with your kids. And this isn't just for kids, because I know a lot of us, uh, we might think we're above it, but we all fall prey to the it isn't real all the time, right? I think so. And even I've done that. And I, I feel like you and I are savvy Internet people. And we have a questioning mind. I'm always I'm, I'm a skeptic of everything, but there's been a few that have hit me. And Look, it's I've had an advantage because of different jobs I've had. I have worked in the world where we used Photoshop for a lot of stuff. Same here. I, was I used f- to I used to I pranked people. That I was, was my a film shtick. editor for a long time, and I know the tricks of the trade and how to make things look certain ways and believable. Yeah, absolutely. And even it's, e- it's easy. Even knowing all that stuff, I still occasionally, halfway through a video of reach going, oh my God, look at this, and showing it the second time to somebody and go, oh, never mind. I just realized that I got, I got, I got faked out into this. This I, isn't real. I will say proudly, I admit when I'm wrong about it, yeah. which a lot of people don't, and I also don't do the thing, yeah, but well, it's still funny, or yeah, but well, it still makes point. Here's another thing it, that's just pretty hard it. for parents to learn. Um, uh, don't have think, kids? No, no, you think you're pretty savvy about the internet, but remember, you're savvy about... Your internet. your internet, and I'm so glad that you knew exactly where I was headed with this. Your internet is not your kid's internet, and you may not know exactly what I mean by this, but uh, what you see, the algorithm knows and is showing you things. You've got your own world of Pinterest, your friends, what they're up to and what's happening. You have no idea all of the different corners of the internet. Your kid's internet, what they're sharing, the sites they're going to, the things they're sharing with each other, look nothing like the internet you think exists. And things come and go. Yeah, and so, so that can be you can't troubling. Keep up with it. And the biggest thing, the only thing that I have found has done any work for me in my family is constantly having open discussion, not chastising my daughter, making it open that she can ask things. And occasionally she brings stuff to me, and I want to say, I want to grab her by the collar and go, "Are you, are you an idiot? Are you? Do you believe this? Fake, do you believe this?" Fake. Uh, because I can, you can see when I'm like, this is coming from some kind of Eastern European troll farm. And Clearly, it makes me mad that I get called internet police and made fun of for calling this stuff out. I hate doing it, but I feel like I have to. Some, if, well, to clean the toilet, you got to swim with the turds, and that's what I do, Exactly. Matt. A lot of times my daughter and I just end up in discussions, and I say, hey, and what I've decided to say is instead of, do you think this is real? I say, what are the parts about this that are concerning to you? And generally starting that direction and talking about it and working through it, eventually, if she finds out on her own that something's fake, it works a lot better than me, her dad going, well, that's fake. You're an idiot. So uh, yes, absolutely. It's just our our quarterly heads up to the parents out there that remember the 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 internet sucks. Also, it's the greatest thing in the world because you know what? I never get bored. You can tune out. I used to get bored when I was pooping. Not hey, anymore. Matt, I don't want to accuse you of plagiarism, but coming up on the show, I'm going to accuse Matt of plagiarism. Why are you going to accuse me of plagiarism? Not not necessarily that. Can I tell you a side story here? I know we're. We're telling the humans to keep listening because we're about to tell them something else to listen to. Okay. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a little sidebar and say that uh, you and I started a show together called Just Matt and CJ. Right. Um, Which has the same lineup as this show, except now it's called The CJ Morgan Show. I asked if we wanted to change it back, and everyone's like, no, nah. because <laughs> they just stick me with <laughs> they it. They were like, we already spent money on the, on I, the letterhead. So. we got to stay with the name. But- we had a segment, we, we were coming up with names, and one of them was Clickbait Corner, and kind of like all the new, we came up with a slogan that was, uh, uh, we click the crap so you don't have to, we click through the clickbait, so that kind of thing. Right. You use it too, because you have a segment called right. Click, Click, Boom, and people have started telling me on the internet, man, you steal a lot of stuff from Matt. <laughs> and then, I'm like, yeah, I do. I mean, I listen to that show. Well, we're friends. We're, we're literally we're partners. We're the same two shows. We're partners. It's but not stealing. Another thing was, is I did that, uh, I used to do a bit on 
my other station called the Hollywood Skinny, which is where I did the goofy voice and right and like oh, Taylor Swift gonna be playing the bullet and doing that. And it didn't take off because that station didn't get it. Yeah, it didn't get my genius. No, it just sucked. Okay, let's be real. But then uh, some someone heard me do that on here the other day, and they're like. Damn, you're really riding Matt's nuts with the pop cop thing, and I'm like, <laughs> which is another bit. bit you used to do. <laughs> uh, but there's one more thing. It's actually kind of funny. I think Matt misremembered something about me and told a story wrong, and we're going to address that when we return. Did I tell a story wrong, or did you steal a memory from me? <laughs> Yesterday, Matt, we were uh, talking about the internet going out and telling some funny stories about just technology and how it bites you in the ass. Because yesterday when AT&T went out, Late at night, like 4 a.m., I was awake, and I was browsing pornography. I wasn't being, like, gross and touching myself. You were just browsing. I was looking for a video that I knew I wanted to see later. You ever do that where you find a... A actress in a video, and you're like, I gotta see that scene. I gotta be honest with you. You no. can't find. Okay, well, I'm not saying that I'm. I'm not like I'm uh, some precious boy who's never been to the internet. It's just you're getting laid all the time, so you don't need. No, I don't like the act- actresses. Well. I mean, it's more of a reality-based thing. That's what I like is the uh, reality-based Point being, I was looking at that, and the internet went out. The AT&T service went out. I already told you my Wi-Fi was off because I was working on other stuff. And I was like, ooh, did I click something? (laughs) It was just one of the many moments. And then, Matt, I want to play back a story that you told because you tell really good stories. I enjoy listening to you. This is a story you told about a friend that also had a Pornhub mishap. Not similar to me, but just check out this. Who he was trying to watch something on his phone and while his uh, fiance was sleeping in the other room, but his volume is all messed up. The thing is that it was on the blue, connected to the Bluetooth speaker in his bedroom, but he wasn't in his bedroom. He had left his sleeping fiance oh, there. No! He had gone to another room and he was like, I can kind of hear it. And it kept turning it up louder and louder. And finally, his fiance came out into the living room and was like, This game will make you in five minutes. She was like, Honey. Do you know that you're connected to the speaker in our bedroom? Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Uh, I love that story. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, oh, Matt, which friend were you telling that story about? We, were we doing whippets? Why did we sound like that? Oh, just so you know the difference between live Matt and pre-recorded Matt. Oh, you slowed Matt. us down. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. I forgot to, I totally forgot to address <laughs> that I edit the sound to make it clearly different. But what friend were you telling about in that story? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, Matt, it was me. I told that story, and I swear I'm not accusing you of anything. I told that story to you and Spencer two years ago when we first started doing Just Matt and CJ because I literally did that with my girlfriend, with my fiance. Unless you have another friend that told you this, because I swear to God I told that story on air because I have two of them. I have that exact one, and then I have the one where I'm in my room and my window's open, and this is when I lived with Chewy and another roommate, and my window's open, and you, you you work a split shift, so you get it. You go home at noon, you got to crank one out. They're outside on the patio talking and having a lunch break with some coworkers, and outside, <laughs> out of my window, like in the middle of the afternoon, loud, because you, you know me, Matt. I listen to music. When I do it, I do it loud. You've come in here. Out of my Bluetooth speaker, volume all the way up like CJ's been jamming tool all day, my roommate, uh, his friend, um, our other coworker Miranda, my roommate, and another friend from work just here. And my window's facing the patio where they sit. It's right there. So uh, that story was also about someone else. You're telling me there are more guys than just me that have accidentally played pornography on their Bluetooth? Here's the funny thing. If anybody can recognize what you're doing by just that intro song, that 
I remember one time when a kid accused me when I went to school. They were like, "You got your clothes at Walmart," and that was a big deal, and it, it upset me. And I told my mom, God, "I was you like, must the be kids, rich." I was like, "These kids were teasing me because I got the, they they knew that I got these jeans at Walmart," and my mom was like, "How the heck would they know that unless they've been there? They've been to Walmart. Stop being an idiot. Throw it back in their face. And there's nothing to be ashamed of." Okay, so you know what? Proud we stand. Don't stand up with that thing, Yeah, I can't. I'm still sitting for a minute now. (laughs) Not in those Walmart jeans. Great news, Matt, about my AC unit and my problem I was having installing it the other day. Uh, We got some phone calls yesterday. A lot of advice, a lot of help. Uh, Did have some uh, handyman, men, persons, give me some phone numbers. And uh, you were right. It only costs like 70, 80 bucks to have someone come out, look at my AC, put in the new smart thermostat. But I thought, I can still do that. So I... Did it yesterday, and it still doesn't work. <laughs> still doesn't. And what's confusing is— Do me a favor. Please never make a call. I just want to see how long we can keep this bit going on the show of you stalling, uninstalling, reinstalling the same thermostat. I'm going to have it working this weekend. Okay, okay. I think so. All right. Okay. Uh, I got some helpful advice, and I looked at more YouTube videos, and a lot of—we all think, as a group— Who's, the, who's we? Who's this group? Just the brain tank. Okay. Is that what I'm going to call it? All right. Not the think tank, the brain tank. Couldn't okay. even come up with a name that rhymes. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Well, think tank doesn't rhyme either, idiot. <laughs> no? No. They. I mean, they both have a K at the end. Clearly, I need a new brain tank <laughs> if we're coming up with these things. Uh, they think my C-wire is what we, the slang we call it. Uh, it doesn't have power. And... It's hard to explain to people. It's like, no, it exists. There's a wire. There is. Well, yeah, but you got to use a C-wire adapter, and then you run a wire, and I'm like, the wire's already there. It's just clearly not hooked up to wherever it needs to be on the unit itself, right? And then uh, I looked at some videos, and I have a multimeter, which I learned is also just called a multimeter. Yes. But multimeter sounds better, right? Does it? I think it's multimeter. A multimeter. So you watch biopics as opposed to biopics. Absolutely. Um <laughs> So I, I get that, and it says, all right, what you do is you put one on the red wire, which, you know, your power wire. That's where stuff's coming in. And you test the other wires, and you shouldn't have a 24-volt charge. But when you touch it to the blue wire, which is the C wire, you will get a 24-volt charge, and it'll show you that that wire has power. That wire didn't have power. Clearly, my C wire is not working. But now here's the problem. I touched it to all the other wires, and it's showing a charge. When all the YouTube videos looked like it, those shouldn't have a charge, right? Or is it just grounding my multimeter to where now I know the red one has power? What the hell's going on, man? Why are things having electricity that shouldn't? Or bucks, am I dude. using the multimeter 80 wrong? 80 bucks. 80 bucks. One Lego set. 80 bucks. Somebody can just do this but for you. It's just putting a goddamn thing on the wall and plugging wires into it. How many GDs and F-bombs have you said in just the last uh, 72 hours because of this problem? Not enough. Not enough? I'm going to be honest. Okay. Not enough. So do you understand understand that if you don't pay somebody $80 to fix this, you're going to have to have to pay $150 in supplies to fix the hole in the wall that you're going to punch? Bro, you know I got all that stuff already. (laughs) All right. I can sheetrock. That's something I have covered. Uh, Okay. Here's what I need to know. All right. This is where I'm having trouble. I look, I found the manual to my AC unit. I looked at YouTube videos. Can't find this particular unit. And, you know, you YouTube construction guys, because, Matt, you use videos to fix your car. Sure. Sometimes y'all skip over parts. 
You just get going and you you skip over parts that are like this spring goes right here and don't take off this bolt. Or if you do take off this bolt, this spring and and you don't see the spring or bolt, but you need to take it off and you need to say it. They they skip over crap. Well, somebody who knows some stuff about cars, a lot of times the car videos I see, I realize that the guy knows less than I do even. And I realize, oh, he just wants to have a channel. He just wants to be famous or popular on the Internet. What he's doing is idiotic and wrong. Sure. And don't talk until you just tell me what to do. That's all I need. I'm going to send you a video of a guy going, hey, spend the $80 and see. You should make that video. (laughs) How to repair your AC unit on your own. That's actually kind of funny. We should do that. Spend $80. Find out how much. Call call somebody. We need a client to pay us just to do that. Um, How do I take my uh, AC unit apart? I found where, like, the gas part is but what panel do i take off to get to where all the electric wires are where's that it's not up front and you know me i get to pulling and yanking okay. i'm not 80, spending the money i'm fixing it this dollars. weekend spend the 80 dollars also may, maybe i just don't need spend the 80 dollars maybe i don't need a smart thermostat how much is a visit to the uh, er <laughs> for electric shock <laughs> yeah broken fist yeah it's, it's, it's got to be something I can fix. Can I you, have the C-Wire adapter, too. Do me a favor. Yeah. Can you see your reflection in that television screen? Hi, CJ. Uh, I want you to look, at, look deep in the eyes and say, I'm not a man. I'm going to spend $80. I'm not spending money. Okay. I'm going to fix it. Matt, you ever uh, rooted for a real crappy team, maybe in high school or something? I root for the show every day. <laughs> does, that, does, that, does that count? That hurts. Well, at Texas State, when I was a Bobcat, our saying was, win or lose, we booze. We're going to be doing that with Austin FC Yeah, coming absolutely. up this Saturday. Uh, they got new food. They've got a new train. They've got all kinds of cool stuff. And we're going to bring that up coming up in 10 minutes. Really good food, right? There's I mean, one that you're so excited about. Quite a few. And i got to be honest with you, the the crowd, the fans are such good fans. It's it amazing. really doesn't matter whether you win or lose. It's a good time. The Supporters section, La Merga, they keep playing. They don't stop. But here's what I'm proposing. Did I say it wrong? La Merga. You're looking at me like I'm doing the Spanish thing. Point being, we're going to talk about Austin (laughs) FC. I'm going to learn how to say the name of the band, and I've got a great idea I want to share now. Okay. Austin FC, like Jerry World does, they sell stand-up passes only. Austin FC sell food passes only. So you can go and hang out in the concourse and eat and drink. You just can't get into the stadium. You You can see the match, but you... CJ, they invite local businesses where you can get the food cheaper outside of the stadium... Why wouldn't you just go to those places? Rich people are dumb and they have to be seen somewhere. Mm. Mm. Kickoff is this Saturday. We want to know what new restaurants are at Q2 Stadium. Matt, you took out a second mortgage on your home. You were able to buy some tickets. One ticket. One ticket to go (laughs) to the Austin (laughs) FC match. I'm actually not going. I have been priced out of the uh, the Q2 Stadium, but... You're going to have to sell your car to get some food and beverages. Yeah, say you are headed there. There are some new offerings this year. Uh, A lot of it's from around. They try to use uh, Austin business, and these at least have at least an Austin footprint. How can can we say that? A couple of these businesses are Same as the airport. There's a lot of Austin footprint businesses there. It's it's nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. uh, If you want to grab barbecue, of course, barbecue is always a fun thing to do. Brisket, pulled pork, and uh, house-made sausage from Black's. Barbecue, you could slather all that in okay. some Black's barbecue so that sauce is, as well. Uh, there used to be a couple, right? Valentina's. I don't remember and, only Valentina's. I don't remember another barbecue okay, place in there. Black's is the new barbecue joint. Black's is the good, new barbecue joint. Uh, if you want to grab a taco, uh, there's two locations. There's going to be the one taco 
uh, which they've got a specialty taco of the match. Always. I, that's, I like that. That's fun. Uh, they also have a veggie cauliflower taco, which is always good. I have like a vegetarian in my family, so it's always nice when you can find something like that. But also Taco Flats is going to be there. They're making a smoked beauty at Taco. I saw Ooh. pictures of it. It looks like hot. This may be, This may be the line at the stadium this year. I don't know for a fact, but I saw the pictures. It looks pretty darn I love that. good. Can we go back to that veggie taco real quick? Sure. Or any veggie food at a stadium? Okay. Uh, let me say as a professional game attender and heavy drinker, um, you think it's smart to like, I got to fill my stomach with sausage meat, but no, no, dude, if you're going to be at a game all day, eat veggie stuff, you'll be less bloated. You won't hurt as much that you're still getting good nutrition. Trust me on that. If you're well, going to be pounding brews, go veggie. If that's the thing you want to do, then head over to shawarma point found in section yeah. one, two, seven, They've got vegan tabbouleh, uh, along with pita and hummus, of course. Uh, you I can... love shawarma point, but dude, in the summer at an FC match, <laughs> come on. That is, oof. <laughs> <laughs> Kirby Lane's there again this year. Right, uh, they've got that. loaded nachos, but they also have vegan nachos. Okay. If that's your it's thing that you're that. into. Little Patagonia as a nod to Argentinian food, which could be fun. Of course, these Argentinians have always been pretty fabulous when it comes to soccer, or as they call that it, they have. football. Mm-hmm. And uh, and who then also, you, who are you a fan of, Young Boys or River Plate? Who's your favorite Argentinian team, Young Boys or River Plate? These are both opportunities for you to make to put nuts in my mouth. Well, let's right? go ahead and move to another joke. Uh, okay, uh, Austin Red Table Red. is something that I don't know them from town. I don't recognize the name from town, but I will say this: they're offering shishito corn dogs, elotes corn dogs. And pulled pork, mac and cheese, all three of those things, Damn. I would get in a line There's, for. We got a good stadium, a good crowd, and good food. I love it. Yeah, um, I will tell you that here's a hot secret. You got to have money? No, if before you go in the stadium, there's a Sunoco station that's between the stadium. Oh, yeah, and they have food trucks right there. Those food trucks, almost all of them, I've eaten at all of them, and they're all hot fire. They're all great. They're really good, they're yeah. really good. good. Also, good place to grab 24-ounce beers and yeah. five-hour energies. Here's the thing. It, they do get really busy before the game, but if it's worth the wait to you, uh, you hit one of those up. Fill up. It's a little bit cheaper than eating in the stadium. Sure. And but be careful how you feel to fill up, or you will spend the entire match only in the section bathroom, yeah. <laughs> whatever your section's bathroom is, the entire At match. At least they have clean bathrooms. And I got some more Austin FC tips. And don't worry, we can kind of we can trash them a little bit. We don't have to feel bad. They're not a sponsor. Uh, the local restaurant having stadium, Austin FC, we love local, we love Austin, went with the competing alternative radio station to be their official partner. That is broadcast from iHeart LA and has zero <laughs> local people on staff in Austin. But hey, that's yeah, Austin FC. That's us. We're local. Uh, anyhow, where was I going? Less bitching, more happiness. Uh, I got some tips. You can bring a big empty jug, like a Hydra flask or whatever. Uh, you can bring an empty jug or what I do is I'll fill it with ice and freeze it so you have free water. They have that. They allow that in. They've let me bring ice in. They should you too. So, you know, bring your own water. They have refilling stations. Uh, the train, free on Saturdays if you're going to the stadium. And what's even better is uh, the train now drops off at the stadium instead of a couple of blocks away at Kramer. So if uh, if you want to get there, trust me, park and ride's the best way. The train rides home are fun if we won and everyone's singing. Yeah. 
but it can be gross and, and sweaty. And also, there's a way to get free alcohol while you're there. Uh, during the off-season, I snuck in and uh, buried a giant gallon jug of wine. On the pitch. Right in the middle of the pitch. Just, so just go on down there during the middle of the match imagine and a dig it up. Imagine our, our star player <laughs> captain rolls his ankle because he steps in a soft <laughs> pat where there's a wet pouch of wine and then it squirts up like blood. Hey, that's uh, my wine. All right. <laughs> All right, let's bring back the sports bet. Matt versus CJ, today's special sports commentator guest. From three guys couldn't come up with a good name for a radio show in one cup, uh, Sawyer. Hey, hey man, man, chill out. <laughs> the newest, I came to that party late. The newest radio employee. That's Welcome. why you had to eat the biscuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every <laughs> show they make me uh, eat it. That. Speaking of uh, uh, Baby and the Biscuit, y'all are, are they really renovating the ESPN studio over there? They're not renovating the studio. Uh, they're giving us a completely new one. <laughs> What? Yeah. Where? Which studio? Uh, can you tell us? Yeah, I, I can tell so. you. Caesar's out of his office. So they're yeah. turning that into yeah. the uh-huh. gift card studio. Yeah. yeah. It's all the, where the telephones are stored. That's rumor, the one. Rumor has it there might be a uh, NFL Blitz or a Golden Tee Arcade going in there. So. Dude, <laughs> I'm just worried about Listen, man, our pay I want to say, Sawyer, I really like you, and I'm really happy that you have a show. <laughs> I also have, even though we used to be more rivals and really he would S on me a lot, I'm a big fan of Nick. Uh-huh. I think Nick is a very funny radio guy. And a good sports dude. Uh, but I got to be honest with you. The best show on 1027 ESPN Austin was Jason Dick and I. The uh. best show not named Ed Clements and Jeff Ward. Jason and I, we had we could have been magnificent. The studio ring got struck by lightning. Jason didn't show up for work. You and didn't then, know anything about sports. Those three things really, really is, kind of really cornered you, that I is think. A, if it hadn't been for those three things. That is... 100% not true. I run all the rackets and gambling at work. I'm the only one with knowledge about NBA, uh, MMA, UFC, and soccer. Like, So I can go beyond just the realm of longhorn effing foot with like, no, jock straps. Right. But here's the deal. I know part of it's because I mispronounced Tua Tiagaloa. Oh, get it? Yeah. But I would get things wrong or say something wrong, and Jason's like very correcty, my co-host. And he was the straight guy on that show, so you have to have the – so I was playing in to me not right, knowing stuff and being dumb. Yeah. But it was all fun. Anyhow. Anyhow. It's Things not fair. Are going fantastic Our studio over there got struck by lightning. We didn't have a studio for a while. We had to pre-record a sports show when live things are happening. Then mm. y'all have commercials and endorsements. We had to run. Timmy's really sick because his country was bombed. Will you feed Timmy before he died? We had PSAs. Dang. You actually get to do a goddamn show. We get the one still about the uh, kids finding guns around the house. <laughs> okay, That's yeah, a real well. bummer. You're doing a lot of crying for a guy who just won Radio Personality of the Year. You did? Uh, yeah, he did. I oh, did. I'm sorry. I was busy doing a show and working while y'all had a meeting. You know, I will <laughs> say. You, you should have. You really should have come to the meeting because there was free food. There were uh, brownies. There's here? cake. Yeah. yeah, it was great, dude. I cracked sorry. some good jokes. All right, and, now uh, I know y'all are lying. You know, to be, to be fair, I did leave that sports show to enter our conversation costume contest before so (laughs) listen i've wasted too much time yeah yeah we'll be back we're gonna do some sports bets hang around a couple minutes all right sawyer stole from two guys one cup is here it's uh 11 to 1 on 1027 espn oh my bad sorry boy they're greedy with that cup (laughs) aren't they it's a tiny shot glass hey chill out it's a pretty show us that shot glass on your crocs you really got croc glass yeah i got croc shots dude y'all want (laughs) to y'all want to pour up after (laughs) this i want a built-in shot glass on your crocs yeah i want to tell sawyer to like what to do to get his S together to like survive in at this radio station, 
But then I'm realizing he's just doing all the stuff I did. Yes. And I'm employee of the year. There yeah. it is. And I'm working out. So never mind. Be an all idiot right. and shoot, screw up. Shoot for the plastic stars. That's what I <laughs> yeah, should that's do. That's what we ought to do. Yeah. Now, Sawyer brought in uh, some challenges for us uh, for our sports bet this we week. We call them bets, man. Okay. Challenges. Challenge. Yeah, they are bets. I didn't know I was supposed to get creative with this. You, yeah, you grab let, me. F- let me know when I should care about what words I use. Okay. okay? Well, you should see the words you use. <laughs> oh, <often. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's ones we really need to talk to you about. Uh, what do you got for us this week here, Sawyer? All right. I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, it's not football season anymore. There's no, no. football games on Sunday. I but feel there's something sorry for you. For me, don't. It's my favorite time of the year. Hockey. Hockey is going no, on. But he loves on NASCAR. Time. Late stage NASCAR is going oh. on. And uh, we had the Daytona 500 last weekend. And this weekend is the Am Better 400. How's Daryl Waltrip doing? Uh, not racing what anymore. What about Bobby Labonte? <laughs> not racing Jeff anymore. Gordon. Not racing anymore. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, not racing anymore. The 24 car did win the Daytona 500. Um, so I got one Rusty of my. Rusty Wallace. That Rusty wasn't Wallace the one that was not, in the wreck, was it? No, it wasn't. <laughs> Bang that thing out <laughs> yeah, and take it around the lap. My poor Bush light car. Are you proud of how many names I could name from the peak of 90s? NASCAR. When it was one of the biggest viewed sporting events uh, uh, at the time. Uh, NASCAR used to be huge, and it will be big again. Are you proud about how country his dad is? Is That basically is what he was saying Uh to me right now. I can tell that. That's the voice of a guy that was never hugged by his father. Uh, Come on, Bobby Labonte. I hate goddamn Jeff Gordon. Amen. Who doesn't? We still haven't gotten to a single bet. Yeah. All right, go ahead. All right, so this is one of my favorite bets to make in all of sports is uh, you can bet the manufacturer to win the race in NASCAR. And now there's only three. There's uh, there's Toyota, there's Chevrolet, and, and there's Ford. Yeah. And they're all plus odds. So, so I think you boys have basically a 33% chance of getting okay. it right right okay. there. If okay. y'all would like to pick one of those manufacturers. Where are we racing at? In Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta's got slicker higher turns they're also going to be having the adjusted restrictor plates uh i think the fords run better uh at that motor speedway all right so i'm going to go with ford okay I'll take Chevy and Toyota then. <laughs> it was Wait, really well played. That's a no. that's really a fair. well played. You can't. Uh, I didn't specify that you could only take one. <laughs> that's really good. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, do y'all want to pick you? There's some UT games going on this weekend. Uh, do y'all want to pick the sport that the Horns will more than likely win in, or the sport they're more than definitely going to lose at? So you're asking about they're gonna basketball? They're going to lose men's basketball. Ba- they're going to win <laughs> baseball. baseball and Women's basketball. Yeah, Yeah, softball. Um, All right, so uh, the series against Cal Poly is getting going today at the Dish Falk Field. Uh, The Horns are currently a three-run favorite in today's game. Uh, Cal Poly is a good baseball school. Yes, they are. And so uh, who do y'all think wins two out of the three, at least two out of the three games? Uh, CJ, you went first last time, so Matt, I will see this to you. Yeah, go ahead, Matt. Uh, I do think Texas at home is always uh, hard to beat, so I'll take Texas. All right. All right, Matt says Texas is going to win two out of the th- one one game, so I'll take that they're going to win two. It doesn't work the same this <laughs> it does way. It, does, yeah, it doesn't, does it, does it, does it. I mean, I can't – I got to take Texas, too. That's not fair. Okay, no. that's fine. All right, fine. All I was gonna, I was, the last one I was going to pick, because it's three, right? Right. Yeah. last one I was going to pick is all the way up your alley. Okay. All right, tomorrow, it's the kickoff for football here in Austin – as the Austin FC takes on Minnesota, who is going to win between Austin well, FC? Well, here's how we do. We do win loss draw in oh. here. Yeah. So, oh, uh, I guess it's not really your advantage all of a sudden. Yeah, no. I'm going to go for the draw. Uh, I want to take the loss because Austin FC cannot lose their opening home game, which they did last year to a brand new team. Right. I know. I know. Um, 
this is going to determine how my year's going to go. I know. It's all coming down to this, right? I can see it in your face. Oh, uh, it really does suck to love a team that is wants to disappoint you. They doesn't have it? to win tomorrow. I'm going with the dub. There it is. Right. We love that. Right. I got your back in that. Thank you so much, Sawyer. Yeah, no problem, gang. One. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Two, three, four, five, six. It's Weird or Wired with Matt Bearden. Uh, this is weird. Firmly in the weird camp. And I don't know that I believe it, but it keeps bubbling up to the top of all of my news sites where I search for stuff. Are you familiar with the 6-to-1 shopping method? Never. Okay. It's getting a little bit of a foothold in the world of, like, you know, the TikToks and the Instagram okay, reels yeah. and stuff like so that. So if I'm buying one thing of Parmesan cheese, I actually should buy six. Uh, close, but not exactly there. There is a thing called the 6-to-1 grocery shopping method. There is a guy named Chef Will Coleman. He posted about it. He says it's how he grocery shops. And here's the method. Are you ready? Yeah. When you go to the grocery store, you buy six vegetables, five fruits, four proteins, three starches, two sauces or or spreads, and one fun item. And he says this is the process that helps you focus on simple ingredients, and it can help you save money grocery shopping because now you're sticking, sticking to kind of a specific plan instead of going in, you're hungry, and you're just buying stuff that looks good. Never go in with the H's, hungry, high, or horny. Tell me that one more time. What was the sixth I'm one? I'm going Give to give it to you I again. I need to hear it again. Now, multiple people are saying, hey, I've been trying this for a, a minimum of three weeks, and it is working for me. Uh, here we go again. Ready? Yeah. Six, five, four, three, two, one. And I'm going to give them to you again. Six vegetables. So that's like carrots, spinach, uh, bell peppers, jalapenos, mushrooms, whatever. Just six vegetables. Then in the fruit sec- section, you want five. But they also count all fruits in there. So things like... Um, uh, avocados and cherry tomatoes, that's that's a fruit, technically, so it counts as a mm. fruit. Now, just vegetable and fruit alone, most people, when you go to the grocery store, when's the last time you bought 11 fruits and vegetables? Well, I mean, the last time I did it, I can tell you 11 fruits and vegetables rotted in my fridge well, exactly, until I put exactly. them in compost. But if you stay away from buying all the other stuff, the crackers or whatever, he's, they're saying it'll force you into eating this. You'll be eating healthier, and it's more filling and sustaining. No, it's so, going to force me into door dashing and <laughs> spending money, which is Let's why go back to this. Six vegetables, five fruits, four protein sources. Um, one person who tested out said, I'm actually a vegetarian, but I just got like tofu, eggs, chickpeas, beans, but uh, it could also be like chicken, Gross. steak, shrimp, whatever. Uh, then you get to starches, so that's going to be three starches, and that can be like pasta, rice, bread, muffins, two spreads or sauces. To me, this is the fun part, especially if you ever go to like Trader Joe's, that gets a pretty good spread. All kinds of sauce, some baba ganoush, if you will. sausage, yeah. And then they say you get to choose a fun item. Yeah, here's what I would choose. Gallon of ice cream every single time is yeah, my man. fun Absolutely. item. They're saying that by, by focusing on just that, it makes you get pretty creative about your your meal planning, right, and how you're going to put it together. Um, this person says, look, I've been sticking to this for a month. I'm spending $60 a week on groceries. Normally, I spend $85 a week on groceries. So it's cheaper, and it's cause, it's creating a bunch of other – they're like, okay, I'm limited to, like, English muffins this week. But I made breakfast sandwiches, and I used the English muffins for dinner, and I cut them up and made them for croutons. So they're getting more creative and learning how to reuse some of their food throughout the week. That's fine and all, but have you ever done the thing where you go grocery shopping, 
And then, like, the next day, you eat your whole week's supply. Of course I have. Yeah, where you're like, That's all right, what, you I'm know gonna, what? I started I'm gonna this make, by- I'm going to make breakfast sandwiches. And then you're, like, still hungry. So you're like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and grill this steak. And then later in the day, you're like, oh, man, that, that shrimp linguine I got. All a week's worth of food gone. I started this by saying it's weird and not a wired, right? It's hard to do. Because when I looked at it, at first I thought, okay, wait, if it can save me money. And it's the more I read through it, the more I was like, how? This requires some things that neither you or I have. And one of them is discipline. No discipline. We lack discipline. Yeah. The other is, I don't even know the word for it because I, I don't have it, but it would be like the structure in your life to sit down and actually meal plan. Why can't there be a nutritionist that... Gives us good food. <laughs> just, there know. is Taco Bell because it elk, just runs through elk meat, dude. You yeah. got to eat elk all, meat. All the elk meat and take cold ice baths. Yeah, uh, it's frustrating because, and I know the what is it like a month or there's a certain amount of time where when you do stuff it you becomes a habit. habit. Yeah, and I know it's feasible, but I've tried meal prepping. I've tried the healthy. I've tried shopping right, and I just. Get sick of eating similar things, yeah. rice and chicken. And I also, if I'm in a mood for something one day, I'm like, but I plan to have enchiladas on Thursday. I'm like, I can't do it. I don't I want, I want stuff, burgers. This stuff is not for the ADD kids. This is not for us. Okay. Like, good. Th- the show works for us because you and I are idiots. We're ADD idiots, right? Yeah. This but works for like, the- Now, here's what I am hoping. If this catches on, like hot fire. Then a bunch of new Instagram influencers are all going to come out with their six-to-one meal prep. And they'll be like, here's how to do six-to-one for an entire month. And then we can just follow what they're saying and go do okay. what they're saying. Because yeah. I don't want to use my brain for any of this. I'll just do it myself. I'll be like, hey, what's up, y'all? It's CJ doing the six-to-one. Now, because I got six packs of Parmesan cheese, you're really going <laughs> to need something that helps unclog you. So that's why we're going now from the six to the five, which is five packs of taco meat, Taco Bell taco meat and seasoning. And that's what I'll do. Did you know? Well, did we? Well, we'll find out. Greek fire, did you know, was one of the most powerful and uh, secretly guarded weapons of ancient warfare. Wait, Greek fire? Greek fire. Was their, their fire was different than other fires? Yes, because it was an incendiary weapon. Uh, we don't know a lot about it. There are no records. There's nothing kept. But essentially, it was used on ships. It was, I guess, stored in barrels and then pumped through a spigot and then probably had like a flame on the end. And it would. it was probably some kind of tar or pitch. Right. And it would shoot onto other ships and catch fire. But the old chroniclers, like when they talk about these battles, uh, the sea would also catch it. It would float on top and the sea would burn. So there was no safety from it and water didn't put it out. And the Byzantines used Greek fire a lot. They were famous. So you know how they had one location, 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 man. That is what kept Constantinople safe because they had what was the golden horn where you had two different areas of water coming into each other. So it was hard to sail into their naturally defensible port. They also had big-ass chains like this. See this rope? They could pull these chains across the port that would catch boats. But their secret weapon, if they had to use it, was Greek fire. Imagine that. You're on a boat, and you're like, all right, our our entire thing of warfare is we're going to go ram these guys' boats and hope they sink. If it doesn't, we might have to jump on their boat and stab them with swords, and you're all rolling up. And then suddenly these dudes start just spitting heat, and they turn the water to flame. They turn, yeah. It was it was horrifying, but one of the uh, the best kept secrets of ancient warfare. Because like I said, 
we we still don't know exactly what you the know, chemical man, composition the man is. Man is never more creative than when we're coming up with different ways to torture our fellow men. It's kind of screwed up. Not a did you know, but I mean, it, it's it's no secret that uh, military technology it fuels innovation, especially in the medical field. Did you know? Did we know? Arnold Schwarzenegger, one of his original films he started in was a little movie called The Terminator. Uh, how much did he get paid for his role in The Terminator? Uh, Fifteen dollars. Uh, Seventy-five thousand. He made seventy-five thousand dollars for his role in the Terminator. Uh, in the guess how much one, he made for Terminator Two? A lot. It was one of the biggest movies of all 15 time. Fifteen million. So, well, bit, a, bit but, of a pay increase. It was, but didn't he also have some deal where he got a chunk of the movie? Well, the whole point of that is that he was sort of a nobody when he made the Terminator, and then was and huge. then he suddenly was a huge, huge action star. To go from seventy-five thousand to fifteen million. And a franchise is a pretty good step up. And Matt, if you're a movie star, if you get paid fifteen million to be in a movie, that means that's your that means everyone legally has to pay you that. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Would you consider ever going upstairs to management and asking to change the name of this show to the CJ Morgan show two? Because then I could get a huge step yeah. up in pay if it was Both the sequel. Us. Okay, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it'll be a lot better. Uh did you know? Thomas Jefferson argued that because no generation has the right to bind subsequent generations, the Constitution should expire and be revised every 19 years. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> it's gonna, you know, dudes online are always like, yeah, well, you should know the Constitution and the Founding Fathers, what they thought. And I'm like, man, I can tell you don't know what the Founding Fathers <laughs> thought. I, well, there is a thing where people haven't really read what they think they've read. And... You know why and when all the One Nation Under God stuff was added? 1950s? Was that in the Constitution? Yeah. It was, it was recently. It was in our your lifetime. When that's, they had, that's not my they lifetime, a hole. Old man, man. Uh, last did you know. Did, did you know? Norilsk is a city in Russia. And uh, it's a very lucrative city to live in. That's because the pollution is so severe, you can now mine the topsoil. Yeah, that's right. If you just go get a shovel full of dirt, it's filled with so many heavy metals that you could conceivably uh, burn that down, uh, clarify it, and then you would have you could sell the metal out of the topsoil. Out soil. of that. Well, do you know why that metal's there? Chemtrails. Chemtrails. Oh, 5G put Lizard it there. Beeping. The internet has never been so easy. The internet. Matt, you come up with a good gamer tag. What do you when you when you're slaying online, killing some noobs, poning them, if you will? Uh, do you, you got a good gamer tag? What name would you go by? You are just trying to set me up. I'm not. I'm actually. You know that I don't have a gamer tag. I know, and neither do I. But you know, when early days of AOL or, or like even creating a Wi-Fi, it's always fun to come up with a goofy, dumb, fun name. And today's internet, I just found a video that makes me laugh, and okay. it's it's of a man's wife discovering his gamer name, and it just makes me think that we haven't changed since we were in middle school. Because it's the greatest gamer tag ever. Okay. It's just one of those that are so great. I'm ready. And this and I'm whole thing in. is just to share this with you. Oh, and yeah, yeah. But basically, his girlfriend discovers, or his wife discovers. His wife, his wife is watching him play. Uh, I think Call of Duty, and she yeah, leans like, in. I don't have gamer and tags. And he's on the computer too. My old name for pretty much everything on the internet back in the day was just I like mustard. So it would be weird for someone to discover that. It's, it's not very punny. Uh, this dude's is pretty good. Okay. Con. Queef-tador? <laughs> she just... That's your gamer tag? Queef-tador. On Queef-tador? 
discovered it. It's great. I want a divorce. <laughs> uh, what I also love about this is you can't see the video, so let me describe the visuals. He's a country-looking guy. He's big. He's muscular. Um, looks like it looks like a good farm Texan boy. He's got a camo hat backwards, a camo jacket over the chair of a computer, and he's playing Call of Duty on the computer. But it's clearly the family room. Like there's right. the dad. There's there's a little drawing. There's kids' pictures. So he's playing his game in the family room, and she comes up, and she's just looking, and then looks and realizes, like, conquistador, but it's conquistador. And it just made me think, like, man, that was the fun of the early days of, like, AOL or doing things online was who could come up with the greatest pun nickname like that. I got a list of uh, some what I found were to be pretty cute and funny internet gamer tag names. Okay. Would you like to know? Uh, sure. Uh, this one's very CJ. Do they beat conquistador? Because it's... That's a pretty... Let's set that up. Okay. I'll give you... Here, take my bell. One ding if it's on the level, and you know what to do if it beats it. Uh, this is just a very CJ one. Megalodong. I mean, <laughs> I'm not, it doesn't get a ding. It's good, but I, I feel like that is a beginning That's level a middle of school good. one, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one is funny, and uh, you can submit yours to 835-1015. Uh, this person said they encountered this. All right. Uh, another person, I'm guessing this is Call of Duty... Uh, playing online because it'll say you got killed by type 2 diabetes <laughs> okay so that was uh, right. that was the yeah. name red dead redemption 2 online that works country singer this this will make sense uh girth brooks just makes <laughs> yeah. me laugh girth brooks is good yeah. it's, it has nothing to do really with gaming but it's uh it's funny like this this last one i really like too because again nothing to do with gaming but it just makes me laugh and i think it's special for you and i especially Live, love, Lexapro. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that yeah, one gets the yeah. double. Yeah. So the live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, Lexapro. Yeah, L-E-X-A-P-R-O turns your brain to mushy dough. And makes us not throw temper tantrums. Makes me stay married and keeps me from punching through the wall. We, it, it's just, it's wonderful. I can, and it, we're still so juvenile. It's funny to me when sometimes someone will call up and win a prize on radio, and you'll be like, all right, I need your email. And they go, oh, never mind. And they just will not take Share the prize because yes. you know, oh, you came up with some ridiculous email name, and now you don't want to have to say out loud Tell what us what, it your, is. what your hotmail is. We'll, we'll also get it with people calling into the radio station or like derby skaters. They'll be like, oh, yeah, hey, it's Dildozer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you sound like a, a well-put-together human. It's a hilarious video. I'll put it up on our social media, and I'm sorry for doing an entire segment over this, but... Can you tell that not only did this guy's middle school humor make the internet laugh, but it triggered something in me to where I'm like, that's a good name. That is just... <laughs> this is really about the fact that you're mad that you didn't get that name first. It absolutely is. 101X, The CJ Morgan Show, weekdays 3 to 7.